Hi, this is Johnny. I have a question for you. Have you ever been offended or hurt by someone and you've had trouble getting over it? Perhaps you have tried to let something go so you can move on, but your feelings still keep the pain alive in your life. Then you understand that forgiving people is harder than we want to admit. And that includes forgiving ourselves. But I want you to know it is possible to put things behind you and move forward. And in this episode, we're going to begin a deep dive into the freedom of forgiveness today on the Renewed You podcast. You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Thanks for joining us on the Renewed You podcast. We're here to help you discover how mental, physical, and spiritual health combine to help you live your best life. We want to give you hope, tools, and encouragement because the world needs a renewed you. Now, here's your host, John Yule. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Renewed You podcast. I'm so glad that you are with me today. And uh, today we're going to do something special. We're going to begin a three-part series dealing on this topic of forgiveness. It's one that uh, many of us, uh, we, we grow up hearing that we need to forgive people. We need to forgive our brother, uh, maybe your older sister, or maybe even your parent. Um, but sometimes forgiveness is very hard. And to help us dive into this freedom of forgiveness, I've got my dad with me today. Hey, dad. How you doing, son? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for joining me on this journey into the freedom of forgiveness. Yeah, glad to do it. I just wonder though, as we get started, have <laughs> this is probably a silly question. <laughs> have you ever uh, had to learn to forgive or is that just something that, that you were born knowing how to do? No. We, we learn everything in life, and we learn, as Christians even, how to forgive. We embrace the forgiveness of God, but we have to learn how to release that ourselves. You know, maybe a better question, son, would be, what is forgiveness anyway? Let's go down to the bedrock. What are we yeah. talking about? What do you, how would you define forgiveness? Um, well, I like, uh, I mean, I remember doing some reading one time um, and found this definition that has really helped me. Um, it's more of a psychological uh, definition for it, but that forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who's harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that definition a few things that stand out to me is um, I wish I would have learned early on in life that forgiveness really is a decision. It's a choice that I'm going to make. I'm going to choose whether I'm going to let something go or I'm going to hold it on inside. And I, I know there's been times in my life where people have hurt me, said things about me, lied about me, whatever. And I keep replaying it in my head. Um, and, and by replaying it, I keep all those feelings alive that are tied to that issue. Um, and I had to, and I had to learn how to let that stuff go because if I, if I didn't, man, it would just, it would really begin to affect me emotionally, um, and how, how I, I treated other people. And, um, I learned the hard way that forgiveness is the ultimate self-care that we can give that we can give to each other. 
Um, is that is that similar to you to your experience? What do you think about that definition? Yeah, I think that's a good definition. Uh, uh, what stood out to me as you was uh, quoting that was the uh, the deliberate decision to release the feelings, not to hold on to them. You know, I was thinking as you were talking. I remember seeing an episode. I don't remember what the program was, but uh, they they the guy had been shot, had the bullet in him. They immediately had to dig that bullet out, out in order <laughs> to bring healing. Leave yeah. the bullet in there; it would continue to inflict th- that wound and exasperate it, uh, exacerbate it, I should say. Uh, so I think uh, you know if we can look at the fact that though we're wounded by maybe what somebody's done or to us or said something to us, the quicker we can get it out of us, the quicker we can deal with it and 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 move beyond it. Uh, brings healing and hope to all of us but if we hold on to it it just constantly is just inflicting deeper and deeper and deeper pain Uh, so to me uh, that whole aspect of releasing which is the challenging point because again we felt the pain of it we felt the impact of that but uh, we have to be willing to dig the dig the bullet out i've i've heard someone say uh, one time, I don't remember who it was. It's a popular quote um, that that uh, we can't control what happens to us. We can only control what comes through us. Um, and there's truth in that. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like with for, with learning to forgive and that there were sometimes I felt powerless when it came to it. Um, the 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 hurt was so deep that. Um, the lie so strong that it was just really difficult to want to forgive someone right. because I'd been hurt so deep. Right. And I know, you know, people would tell me, Oh, you got to forgive this. And, um, I would go to, go to church and, and you hear this, this concept of, you know, receive God's forgiveness and you can forgive other people. And sometimes in, I think in the church, we make it sound so easy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we do an injustice to the human side of what it is we've got to forgive and we've got to we've got to work through, and that's what we're going to talk about in these these uh, sessions together. Um, I'm just putting out there, listener, that forgiveness is not easy. It's harder than we think. That that's true, but something shifts when we come to the cross. Something changes and should change at the cross um and one scripture says we love god because he first loved us yeah and if we truly receive the forgiveness that god offers through jesus to us for whatever sins we've inflicted whatever pain we've inflicted against him then in that grace that he gives to us is the capacity for us to begin to do that for toward one another it wasn't easy for Jesus. He paid the ultimate painful price for us. But none of us have, Paul says, resisted under blood. None of us have had to shed blood on a cross to forgive somebody like he did. Right. But there is, so there's that capacity in his grace to enable us to do that if we are willing to. Well, I think what people miss um, in the whole idea of forgiveness from a Christian or spiritual standpoint is they forget that forgiveness cost Christ something. Right. There is always a cost to it. And you know what, listener, we're going to dive into that deep in session three. We're going to talk about how that um, 
we're going to admit that there are times we don't feel like forgiving or we don't know how to forgive in ourselves. And that's where a connection to God through Jesus can equip us to do the things that we think are impossible to do. So um, don't jump ahead, but know that that's coming in the third session. Um, So you've talked to me a lot in my life about forgiveness and um, maybe never use these words that we're going to use, but, but we've hinted around it. Um, There are reasons why people have trouble forgiving. Um, Let's call them barriers to forgiveness Um, in your life. What would be some barriers to forgiveness that, that you've encountered? Well, I think we can start with the whole word of feelings, the, 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 what we feel because of that inflicted wound and, and those feelings are real. Yeah. We can't ignore them, but it's like the, the offense is a constant. It's there all the time unless we do something with it. And there's where feelings come to, into play because I can live in the pain of that inflicted wound. The bullet is still inside, inflicting pain. Or I can choose to change my feelings. I can dig that out and get it out of me. You know, the feelings can change. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the way God created us and gave us the authority to make choices. We can choose to forgive, and part of that choice is changing the way we feel about what that person did to us it's sort of like uh, for the joy set before jesus he endured the cross he made up his mind ahead of time to go through that excruciating payment for our sins against him but he mixed it with joy knowing that by him willingly dying for us we could be free he could free us from the sin or the inflicted pain that we brought to him, uh, you, you know. So uh, our feelings have to be admitted, they have to be dealt with. Uh, now we can embrace the pain and hold on to it. It's like leaving the bullet inside, continuing to bring destruction. Or we can say, yeah, that's painful, that's hurtful, but I want free from it. And so the starting point is to know I can change the way I feel about that person. I can even change the way I feel about that event, that that uh, uh, that inflicted pain. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think too the whole aspect of the the trauma of something, how how deep yeah. and how far spread that goes. I think of you know we can we can uh, a lot of us are offended or hurt by the words that we hear people say. But there's also the level of actual physical abuse where someone is abused physically, hit, um, slapped, um, whatever, which is even a deeper wound that we have to contend with. Well, yeah, and I think that's true. Let's talk into that for a minute because when you're dealing with trauma, um, we, we take that word and I think that we – we, we assume like the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. like, like what you were saying, someone's yeah. been physically, physically abused. assaulted or raped or right. um, attacked physically in some way. And those are still pain, but man, that's a deep, yeah. because it's, those are inf- infecting not just 
our our body but it has it has a psychological damage to us it it adds things to our spirit and our emotions um and i I think we've got to do those justice you know when we're talking about this but i think we under so i think we maybe jump to that extreme but i think we under appreciate the trauma that we do to ourselves, the sure. internal right. conversations we have in our mind and, and, and things like that. So right. trauma is because trauma is there because it ties an emotion to an event. Right. So that every time you think about the event, you're stirring up that emotion again. Right. Right. That is true. And that's a reality that we have to embrace in this processing of forgiving someone and particularly those that sometimes are closest to us or those that we thought were our friends. And it may be the, it wounds us deeper than just somebody that just arbitrarily steps into our life in a momentary event and does something to us. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the fact story remains trauma is a part of it. Uh, and it's inflicted, and it can be self-inflicted. It can be exacerbated, again, by us reliving it over and over and over again. Right. And sometimes um, it's sort of like the... You know, you got uh, 20 people, and somebody says something in the ear of the person, and by the time it gets to the 20th person, it's totally distorted. Right. Sometimes we can distort even our own pain and even the, the, the event because, again, it, we, we, keep, we keep self-inflicting that, thinking on it, recalling it, talking about it. And before long, it, you know, it's not an anthill. It's a big mountain that we've created, right? Uh but that doesn't dismiss the impact of the pain of whatever we experienced. But again, uh, we don't have to continue if we're willing to deal with the pain of it, the reality of it, and then find the way to make the shift in our feelings and our the way we look and, and feel about somebody. Uh, we can't get free from it. So trauma and the depth of trauma that we experience is, is a is a um, barrier and then of course sometimes we tend to withdraw you know it's like a wounded yeah, animal that's true. a wounded animal goes back to its yeah and licks its wounds i can i can tell you yeah. i've experienced that myself i've done that right i have a tendency to do yeah, that and that's a that would be considered a normal reaction in self-preservation you know i'm going to get away from the person that hurt me i'm going to get away from that situation right so sometimes people break relationships they leave a church community, anything we can do. And, and unknowingly, we're moving away from God, who is the ultimate healer anyway. So we, we again, drive ourselves into that dark pit. Yeah. And that even adds more to that trauma and to that feeling of hurt and loss. Um, but that's a barrier. You know, have we moved away from the very uh, one or ones that can help us get free from it right yeah um and uh, and then sometimes you get to the point where you just you become judge over the whole thing and you just justify that you have a right to hold on to unforgiveness because of what uh, somebody does to us and uh, as a result we get into a situation where uh, the lord says don't judge don't don't put that don't don't take that gavel in hand and, and ascend to the bench of the ultimate right. judge because when you judge others, you end up judging yourself. So sometimes we self-justify that I have a right to feel that way, and, and I'm going to always feel that way because they've hurt me so deeply. Well, you can live there, 
and you can you can live there if you want to but again you're living as as that in the darkness of that pit you're living in that traumatized state of mind and lifestyle uh, your feelings are always re 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 uh, inflicting the pain because you tend to think about it and and talk about it in a negative context um, and when you think of that person you basically uh, think of them in that uh, hurtful state and that painful state of what they've done to you so all of that's real it but is. you don't have to stay there that's the key you don't have to live there if we believe that that god is a redeemer that things can be redeemed and changed and transformation can come to all of us which it can then there's a way out and those are some of the things we're going to talk about i agree so um you know the challenge is as we've sort of digressed through some of the comments i've made about some of these barriers what do you think in the, in the the danger of that the danger of just getting to that place where you live in the justification of the fact that i have a right to feel this way yeah it's going to feel this way i think that's a dangerous place sure it is um because uh the you know when we get to that point the pain is and the offense is so big that we feel like these feelings that I've got inside of me towards this person, um, they're, they're right. I have, I have a right to be, to feel this way. And, um, man, anger produces more anger. Hurt produces more hurt. And I think that that's probably, uh, one of the one that I want to start off with dangers, uh, to living with unforgiveness is hurt people hurt people you're setting yourself up right you know um there was a time where i was hurt and i was in that justification zone mm-hmm. of um not want not wanting right and when you're in that justification zone you don't want to forgive so just be honest yeah. so coming to god or to the person and mouthing the words i forgive you is not is not true unless you really want to let go of something and let's be honest sometimes the pain is the protection right and um i I know that kind of ties into your withdrawal but the day one of the dangers of unforgiveness is that you're going to hurt somebody else and it's going to be somebody close to you and they've had nothing to do with the pain that you're dealing with but they're going to get the brunt of it anyway right um and i think that leads to some mental health issues uh, you talk to any psych- psychologist or a counselor and um, as they've studied forgiveness um, it, it produces negative emotions um, Caroline Leaf who is a wonderful um, neuroscientist mm-hmm. neuro- and um, has studied brain chemistry and how to heal the brain um, has some has done some extensive study on how the emotions and the attitudes of unforgiveness actually kill brain areas like um it 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 causes your brain to not function at its optimum level there there's areas that can actually go dormant Mm -hmm. you know as far as the energy right and um so there's definitely physical or or mental uh, issues i think yeah physical would also sure um, manifest um you know stress is a physical manifestation headaches mm-hmm. um there are all kinds of stories out there of people that have had physical issues that the root of it wasn't anything medical but it was actually 
unforgiveness. I know one story um, of a guy, I believe it was Pablo Boltari, right? Um, who was a missionary kind of prayer guy in um, where, where Argentina. Argentina. That's mm-hmm. right. And he was going into some of the back areas of Argentina, the rural and primal areas. And he encountered this one tribe where, as he was talking about Jesus and the God who heals, that someone from the chief came and said, then come pray for my son who is dying. And so he goes in and his son is laying there on the mat. And as he begins, he's going to go to pray for this guy and something inside um, caused him to ask a question that started a dialogue and it wasn't too far into it that he realized this boy had unforgiveness towards his dad. And so he asked him, he said, I believe if you will forgive your dad, God will, God will take care of you. And so the, the kid went for it and Pablo walked him through the process of releasing forgiveness and the pain that was all tied to it. And the boy got up and walked out of the tent. He actually got healed when he let go of mm-hmm. that which he had harbored. And I don't think yeah. that enough of us really understand the danger of holding on to stuff. Um, it can affect us mentally, physically, obviously it's going to affect us emotionally. Right. Um, there have been times where I have had people say stuff about me um, and I do the withdrawal thing. Mm-hmm. And then I become emotionally unavailable to people because I'm afraid to put myself out there again. Yeah. Um, so it can it can affect your your love life, your relationship sure. with your family. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't say that it can also affect you spiritually. It'll. I guess the point is unforgiveness. There is not a part of you that if you hold if we hold on to this stuff that isn't going to be affected. including our spirit because when our spirit's affected then we begin to question god you know if you have a relationship with him and you have accepted christ as your savior and you've prayed and yet these feelings are still there and man it can get to a point to where you start questioning if god is even there does this stuff really work (laughs) yeah It, it just messes with you with you spiritually Right. And I think that part of our problem, let me see what you think about this. I think part of our problem is we maybe don't really understand what forgiveness is mm-hmm. and what forgiveness is not. Again, right. something you and I have talked. What is, what is, what is forgiveness not? Let, let's start there. What is it not? Well, it's, it's not overlooking what happened, discounting what happened, minimizing what happened and the pain of that offense. It's not ignoring it. It's not ignoring the pain. It's not uh, ignoring the depth of the hurt that you've received or that has been inflicted to you. In fact, the first process of true freedom is embracing the depth of that that pain, uh, which isn't easy but again it's like uh, if you have a diseased part of your body what instrument is that surgeon going to use he's going to use a scalpel he's going to yeah. cut into you right. it's sort of like truth hurts before it heals you have to embrace the reality of the pain and you feel it 
You don't ignore it. You don't try to excuse it. It hurts. They hurt me. They wounded me. I accept that. I acknowledge that, right? Uh, and so it's not minimizing that. Um, also, uh, it's not saying that it was okay that they hurt me. Yeah, you that's know, true. I'm, 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 not, I'm not here to be a victim. We're created to be victors and to live right. as a victor, right? So, uh, yeah, that, that hurt. It was yeah. real, and it definitely hurt. I think sometimes people get that idea, though, with with forgiveness you know so you know so what you're telling me is that i have to act like i was never hurt or um that that it was okay that he did this to me or no that that's not what forgiveness is saying no, at all because the truth is in my in my understanding and processing of forgiveness that i've walked through you have to again first of all embrace that pain and the reality of the yeah. depth of hurt in order to deal with it you know again if you don't go in and find the disease part of the body you can't get healed if you don't go in and pull that that uh, bullet out you aren't going to you aren't going to get free from it right um and again it, it doesn't take away from the depth of the pain for the joy set before him jesus endured the pain of the cross right mm-hmm uh, there's all, pain has to come in many ways before healing can come. Again, the surgeon has to cut yeah. into your body to take the disease part out of your body so you can get healed and well and whole, right? So it's not, it's not putting it in this uh, dimension of, uh, well, it was just a figment of, of my imagination that it happened. It, it really, I really didn't feel that. No, it's, it's all real. You embrace the reality of it you get shot you get shot you get an arrow that pierces you and arrows an arrow pierces you right um and it's not really absolving the person who hurt you from the offense that they caused now wait a minute so you're saying if i release forgiveness to someone i'm not i'm not saying that it's okay that you did this to me no you're not necessarily saying that it's okay but you're saying you did this to me yeah. You hurt me. Those words affected me. The, that action hurt me, traumatized me. Uh, yeah, you admit that. You acknowledge that. Uh, and you have to do that up front uh, because quite often the things that we talked about earlier when we try to um, ignore the need to forgiveness, of forgiveness, um, we're, we're trying to find an escape mechanism. Yeah. We don't want to deal with it. Uh, we get away from people who can help us. We even turn away and question God, who is the ultimate healer and forgiver. Uh, we get into this self-annihilation context of licking our wounds and continuing to live it over and over. We're trying to get away from the pain, but we're just continuing to inflict it. When if we'll embrace it, i got a bullet in me, right? <laughs> then you can go through the process of becoming free from it. Uh, somebody shot you, somebody hurt you, acknowledge that it affected you. There's pain here. I'm not, I'm not saying it was okay that you did that, but I am embracing the fact that it's real enough that, and it's painful enough that I want free from it. And sometimes we don't take that step toward freedom until we get so inflicted with the depth of the pain that the pain becomes more negative on us and impactful than the cost to 
process through to freedom. I want free from it. I want free from this pain. I want to continue to live here, as as you were talking about, and suffer all the biological and 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 mental and emotional uh, infliction of mm-hmm. uh, of that uh, pain that that it brings because we haven't we haven't dealt with it. So forgiveness is not minimizing the offense. It's not saying, "Hey, what happened was okay." It's not diminishing the pain that we experience, and it's certainly not absolving the fault of the person who in, inflicted it upon us. All that is there. Yeah. Jesus looked at those who nailed him to the cross and said, Father, forgive them, right? He, he wasn't ignoring the fact that they had nailed him there, but he was making a choice to do something about it. So uh, I, just, think, I think we miss that, though, in that in its basic concept, the one who has been offended or wronged is the one who forgives and i think what you're getting at there is we've got to know what we're forgiving right you know um right we're not just forgiving the person we're forgiving what they the person did right you know and 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 we also in that uh, we're also forgiving ourselves for holding on to all that negativity too yeah you know what I'm saying? You know, we come to a point where we say, I, I don't want that poison of unforgiveness to continue to work in me. And so I, I want free from this too. I, I want to free them up by forgiving them, but I want free too because I've held on to this. I want to be free, right? So is it so, wrong then to look at, do you think it's wrong to look at, at this idea of forgiveness beginning with myself? No, um, of saying I'm tired of living this way, you know. Well, is, I that, th- is that wrong? I think it, no. I think it has to start with you. When when a person is 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 uh, wounded by what somebody said or did, and again, we withdraw to try to preserve ourselves from that pain. We have to also be willing to say, "Hey, I personally want free from this. I'm not so much concerned initially about releasing you who offended me. I." want to be free yeah so it has to start with i want freedom so if i want freedom what do i do to gain it yeah okay so what 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 would you think (laughs) some of uh forgiveness is we talked about what it's not what do you think it is um well i think if in as i'm sitting here listening to you um unforgiveness feels like that friend that's there with you consoling your pain when you know what it's really offering you is entrapment you know um getting lost in the issue but i think freedom also offers something to us and and until we fall in love with what free freedom and forgiveness offers me more than what unforgiveness offers me right um we never get to that point of making a decision to let something go right so um in my life I think that um, forgiveness ultimately empowers me to recognize the pain suffered without allowing the pain to define me. Right. Um, in youth ministry, in my life, um, done a lot of that. Uh, there have been times where I've I've had young people, young ladies who were abused or molested, and spending time with them and the family and um, allowing them to process through for a while but at some point um, having to help them to understand they are not 
abused anymore. They they're they're not the they're not um, worthy of being abused. It's not their fault. Um, I'm a bad per. I was asking for this. You know, um, forgiveness gives me gives us the opportunity to not let what has happened to us define us. Right. Um, yeah. I think that's a big promise that's a big one. That's from a big one. forgiveness. Um, I said it earlier and I didn't come up with it, but um, you know, that hurt people hurt people. That's right. a cycle that just continues. Right. Um, and uh, so forgiveness gives us the opportunity to break that cycle mm-hmm. to, um, to not hurt somebody. Sadly for me, uh, there has been times where it was when I hurt my family and my family came back at me and said, why did you do this? Yeah. That I began to realize, man, you know, this has, this issue has nothing to do with you. And when I realized who I was hurting, um, that sometimes was an impetus to deal with, with the issue because I don't, I don't really believe deep inside we intentionally, anybody, no. Well, maybe a few people, <laughs> but um, I don't know that the average person intends to inflict harm right. on someone else. Um, so I think uh, just sitting here, I think forgiveness offers us that chance to re- redefine the issue and not be defined by it. Um, allows us to break the cycle so we stop hurting other people. Um, uh, how about... Um, it gives us the. It gives me the opportunity to release those negative emotions that are tied to that event. Right. Um, again, I have. I'm an average person that I I replay things in my mind, and um, I had to learn and admit that every time I replay that whole thing, and I'm having a conversation like in my brain. I'm saying to this person what I never said in the moment. Sure. You know, and it just, it's, it's like a fire that's continually mm-hmm. being stoked. And so there's the, um, these emotions that are tied to the event, mm-hmm. but forgiveness allows me to cut that. Right. Um, and, and so I can deal with those emotions, let the emotions go. And until I learn to let the emotions go, I don't know that I've ever really been able to deal right. with the event. I, I have to, I think freedom gives us that. Uh, freedom offers us um, freedom in our mind, um, our, our our heart. Um, freedom from those those emotions. Um, there's one other aspect I want to hit. I've been sitting here thinking about it that we don't often talk about in the area of forgiveness. But if you take forgiveness to its ultimate conclusion. Um, might give you the opportunity to reconcile a relationship. Mm-hmm. I know in my marriage, uh, Chandra, my lovely wife, is a firstborn. I'm a firstborn, which means we go head to head, you know. Um, and I had to learn early on that there are some times that I have to put my relationship ahead of my feelings or ahead of being right or offended. Um, and there are sometimes maybe I feel completely justified in how I feel, but because I value her, I value her more than the pain, then the forgiveness gives us the chance to work through, even when we hurt each other, right. we get to work through it. Now I know that that, you know, is an easy example because of marriage, but 
And not every relationship is going to be restored. Look, if right. somebody abused you physically, forgiveness does not say you have to be their friend. No. Forgiveness does not say you have to keep them in your life so they continue no. to hurt you. No. That's not what it says. But let's but let's be honest. I think most of the pain that we need to forgive are from people close to us. And so sure. it can give us the chance. Don't you? I mean, I think sure. it can give us a chance to reconcile. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, Jesus even makes a statement speaking to those who Christ followers who follow him that uh, their main enemies will be those who are their own household. In other words, people that don't agree with their commitment to follow Christ, perhaps, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but but the fact story remains what we've been talking about here, though we're we're identifying someone who abused us and the impact and the feeling and the pain of that abuse that hurt us forgiveness is really all about me not the person that inflicted that pain on me if i get right down to yeah, the bedrock true. issue so in other words do i want free do i want to break the cycle do do i want to move beyond the trauma and the pain do i want to live with this continually and just continue to digress deeper and deeper into the darkness of my self-preservation cave or do I want to come out and be free from it and be engaging with other people? Yeah, they may hurt me, but once I've learned how to process through forgiveness, I can process through it again. Yeah. If someone hurts me, I know how to forgive now, right? And so there's even a positive side to the pain of, 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 of uh, uh, this trauma. If it teaches me something and I can grow up more into being Christ-like who forgave the whole world for all their sins, <laughs> I can do that too. But I have to go through the process. But so it's really about me. Yeah. Forgiveness is really about me, not trying to preserve myself self in a negative state and live in pain and be traumatized throughout my life. But saying I want free from this, and I have the authority to make some changes here, to make some decisions here, to identify recognize embrace the pain but we be willing to let go of it so i can be healed i can be free and to me that's the ultimate of what the cross is all about jesus chose to to go through that pain but he chose to release us from inflicting that pain of our sins upon him and so he came out on the other side resurrected victorious and then through him we can be free from from uh, our sins as well and uh, stand together in total freedom so really um forgiveness if, if uh, everyone could think of it this way imagine that forgiveness and unforgiveness are people and they have a voice and you're having a conversation with them uh, what we're saying is that your conversation with unforgiveness is always going to point towards what the other person did to you um and, and keep that fire stoked while forgiveness is going to talk about what unforgiveness is doing to you. Right. It's going to talk about, do you realize how this is causing you to affect other people? And do you really want to continue living this way? And that's where having a clear um, understanding of some processes of how right. to forgive is important. And we're going to talk about that right. in the next episode but I want to jump back to this idea of reconciliation. I know that's hard for some of us to, to imagine. Um, but I remember one story. And so my thoughts about reconciliation, I remember this story from my childhood. Um, 
about a, a about someone who forgave in a horrible situation right and the the relationship was restored um right can you share that story yeah uh, yeah, I won't mention her name. There's a young lady who came to Christ when we were pastoring years ago in Bartlesville and uh, truly experienced a transformational experience in the awareness that she was forgiven of her sins and she was free now in Christ. But she, yet she always had this undercurrent of, um, um, how do I want to say it, uh, this sense of bondage that she was never able to get free from, almost a tormenting um, context of, of a, a spirit that was tormenting her, if you will. Uh, she called Annie and I, your mom, one day and said, hey, can you come over to the house and pray? Uh, there's a devil in my house, and he's just tormenting me, <laughs> right? So we go to her house, and I discerned real quick, the Holy Spirit said, well, it's in her. It's not the house. It's what she's carrying. Mm. And in talking with her, she told me her story. Very tearfully, very heart-wrenchingly told me her story of, as a child, being almost daily abused physically by her father. And all of that over the years had seeded into her this element of darkness that was still there, even though she had experienced, to a certain level, the forgiving grace of God. And it was there because she had not dealt with it. She had just sort of learned to live with it and shove the, the, the pain and trauma of it until it would come back in these moments of uh, spiritual torment that she thought it was a demon in her house tormenting her, but it was within her very, her very heart. And, and then as she shared that, then I said, well, what, what do you think Jesus would tell you to do with that? And she said, well, I think he would want me to forgive my dad. Mm. And then I said, well, well, how do you feel about that? She said, I, I can't. I, I, it was so, I, the pain was so great, I can't forgive him. And I said, I understand that. I said, let me just offer this to you for you to consider. In the grace that has come to you through Jesus and the depth of forgiveness that he's released to you for the sins you've committed against him or against others, that very grace is now in you because you've received his his spirit and i would say that there can come a point if you want it there can come a point to where you can have that grace rise up within you that you would and could release forgiveness to your dad i'm not talking about something you can humanly humanly rationalize i'm talking about a grace that comes to you the very thing you experienced in your heart when you know God forgave you of your sins has the power to enable you to release that even to your dad. And so here's what I would encourage you to do. You pray about it. You talk to Jesus about it. And when you feel like that grace is sufficient within you, sit down and just write a letter. Put it down on paper to your dad. And you, you, you begin by saying, Dad, you hurt me. You wounded me. And just be point blank and raw about what you felt about what he did to you. But then say, however, I've accepted God's forgiveness for the sins I committed against him and others. And I want to release that to you. And so I forgive you, Dad, for all the pain and the hurt you inflicted on me. And I do this by the grace of God and the love of God, right? 
Well, it was a few days later, and we get a call, and she was crying on the phone. She says, I did it. I was able to write a letter to my dad. I said, okay, we're coming over. And so your mom and I went over to her house, and we were at her dining room table, and she had this paper, and there was tear stains on it because I knew it was deeply, deeply challenging for her to work through the rawness of that abuse and the pain that it brought. But she did. She had written that out. She told her dad exactly how she felt and the pain he had inflicted. So she wasn't making light of it. It was traumatizing. But she embraced that. And then she was able to say to her dad in this letter, however, I've accepted Jesus as my Savior. I've asked him to forgive me of all the sins I committed against him and everyone else. And I choose to release his forgiveness to you. If you will receive it, I release it. And I release the love of God and the grace of God to you type thing. It was a very powerful letter, very heart-wrenching letter to read, but it was a transformational moment in her life. And I said, well, what do you think we ought to do with this letter? She said, I really think I ought to send it to my dad. I yeah, said, wow. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. So I said, if you're ready, we'll address a, an envelope right now, and we'll lay our hands and pray on this letter that as your dad receives it, the grace of God will come to your dad too. Well, we did that. And she said when she dropped that in the mailbox, there was a, a lifting. Yeah. This darkness truly went from her. Uh, and then it wasn't but just a few days later, her dad received that letter and immediately calls her. And he's weeping on the other end of the phone. And repented mm. and felt i mean just just heart-wrenchingly ask her to forgive him and that she he receives that love of christ that she talked about into his own heart and through that letter he himself was born again experienced the forgiving grace and mercy of god they were able to form a relationship until he went to be with with Christ, they were able to get back together and had what we would consider a normal father-daughter relationship, which was so transformational. Wow. But uh, it embraced, she embraced these things we're talking about. She didn't discount it. She didn't try to avoid it. She embraced the pain of it, but wanted free from this darkness that was controlling her and inflicting this constant torment. Um enough to where she uh, was able to send this letter to her dad and her dad responded and it was a glorious glorious uh, grace work through her to her dad and then her dad contacting her and asking for forgiveness and then uh, to see the levity to see the the, the transformation the bible talks about the whole countenance your whole face it changed with this lady and her she she was just had this this joyful existence now, uh, not only because for herself being free, because she dealt with the unforgiveness that was tormenting her, but the joy of her father and in relationship with her father and that uh, uh, for a number of years until he, he passed on, they had this, this wonderful father-daughter relationship. So that's an example of what can happen if we embrace the pain and the hurt and the trauma of unforgiveness, not hold on to it, but willing to deal with it and release those people who have brought that pain to us. 
And uh, I'm not saying that everybody will respond the way her father did, but the point was when she wrote it down, acknowledged it, mailed it, released it, it freed her up. Yeah. And she got the blessed benefit of a restored father and a restored relationship. So I just uh, offer that to people that may be listening. If, they, if they're willing to embrace the reality of that, they can find that freedom too. I think that's the key is we, you have to take an honest look at your life and in the situation and um is there an alternative is that alternative worth the process um and in the church sometimes we make it we make it sound so easy and but sometimes it's just not not that easy and sometimes we got to have a plan um and some help right to process through that and i know that's what we're going to talk right. about in the next episode but uh, if you are someone who is struggling with this idea of forgiveness i want to encourage you today that you do not have to live ensnared by that pain that there is freedom in forgiveness and i hope you'll join us on the next episode as we talk to you specifically about how you can process through from the areas of pain to living in freedom. We'll see you next time on the Renewed You Podcast.